Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found, was blind, but now I see. We love singing that song, don't we? It's amazing. When you ask the Alina, the, the musician, the organist, and pianist, when you play any other hymn with the exception of Christmas carols and Happy Birthday, Amazing Grace, the, the, the volume goes way up. First of all, it's a song we all know the words to. That's a big help. It's also a song that somehow is written so that we all, when we sing it, feel like we have a good voice. That all then it's the thing we sing in the shower and we know the sort of we can kind of do like the jazzy trio, like me. You give that little, little things in there. But I think more than just the stylistic element, I think it's fascinating that the song that we so beloved, we, we recognize, we say, like a wretch like me, and recognize that there's blindness in my life. It is at once so beloved and once so brutally honest about who we are. And I think that it speaks to something in each of us, something in our human condition that's just not right. Sort of an incompleteness, maybe a restlessness that we all feel, a, a, a somewhat of a dissatisfaction that things are good, but there's places where they could be better. That sense of, of incompleteness, the sense of place where we need healing, we usually think about at times, but then we just get busy and we push it back and push it back and just get on with life. Never really addressing the places where the Lord probably does need to heal us and to touch us. We hear the story of Bartimaeus. Whenever you hear someone's name in the gospel that's been healed, it most likely means that that was a, a preeminent figure in the early Christian community. That it was somebody that people were like, oh yeah, the story. Did you know the story about Bartimaeus? That guy who's now one of our top figures was a beggar on the roadside in Jericho and he was blind. And he called out to Jesus and Jesus healed him. They say, wow, that was Bartimaeus? that calling by name, the healing, Bartimaeus speaks of a, of a physical healing, but to us, much more importantly, he speaks to us of spiritual blindness, of places in our lives, of that place where things just don't seem right. The sense of dissatisfaction which we bury so often are the places where we are the Bartimaeuses who are blind in some way. Perhaps we're blinded by our, maybe our greed or our own past. We're blinded by the, the things in our lives that we find confusing or difficult. But those blindnesses are real. But Bartimaeus teaches us what to do. First of all, we have to say, Lord Jesus Christ, have pity on me. 
Turn to me. Turn your eyes of mercy towards me. And he, and he says, Jesus will then say, if we call on him from that place, because, you know, the place of our weakness is the place of his strength. Jesus always reaches out into poverty, not into riches. <laughs> the Pharisees and the scribes, so rich in themselves, so rich in all they have, can't see and understand Jesus. It's the woman reaching for the tassel on his cloak. It's Bartimaeus. It's every single healing that we hear people with their lack. And it's into that place. It's into our place of poverty. It's into our place of weakness. It's into our place of dissatisfaction, of malaise, that Jesus wishes to reach down. And we have to say, Jesus, I've got that place. Have pity on me. And if we ask him that, he's then going to ask another question of us. He's going to say, what do you want from me? And the answer is Bartimaeus. I want to see. I want to see you. That's ultimately what Christ wants to see, what Bartimaeus wants to see. And ultimately, that's what each one of us sees. Because the place of our, of our long loneliness, as Dorothy Day called it, Long loneliness, what a powerful line. The place of that is where we discover Christ and where we can find where we can find our own being touched by the Lord and transformed so that we can then transform others. So that we can be Bartimaeus, we can be the person that says, wow, that person has been touched by the Lord, Bartimaeus. Did you know that person was a beggar and now... They are healed. But the amazing thing about the healing touch of Christ in our souls is that it happens in that minute clinics right behind you over there. The two confessionals. I try to go, I'm so glad Father Kemp is better now because I try to go to him every week. He's right here. I don't have to drive down to the monastery and I can get it done right there because I stay on my game, but it also keeps me aware of those places where the Lord needs, where I need the Lord. It helps me be poor before the Lord. It helps me remember that I too, as much if not more than anyone, need to cry out for pity. Because only if I do that can I then be filled with him. Only if I acknowledge that things aren't just right can he then come in. As, as Augustine says, his heart is restless until it rests in the Lord, and that's each of us. Because what he wishes to fill in that space, and it can only happen into empty space, is his grace. So my brothers and sisters call out, what do you want to see, Lord? I want to see you. I want to be filled into my poverty with amazing grace. Praise be Jesus Christ.